Got a lot of information to give you here on a Friday. We're going to pretty much keep you abreast on everything that's going on. Our first segment, we'll talk about uh, our all-pro selections. The Browns had a tough season, but there are three guys that did make the all-pro selection. We'll talk about those guys as well. And we'll give you an update on the defensive coordinator position. Um, there's some moving and shaking going around, as it, we told you it would be. Um, some names are moving out. Some names are moving in. We'll tell you uh, what that is coming up in, in the second segment as well. Or excuse me, in the first segment. Second segment, let's get to the AFC. AFC, uh, you know, uh, games. We'll talk about the playoff games this weekend. Give our picks as well. And then we'll give our picks for the NFC uh, games on, in our third segment and make sure that we can get you ready to go for, uh, you know, playoff Sunday. Brown's not in it, but it never stops here. So we'll preview those games for you as well. Uh, all of that coming up and more on this episode of the Locked On Browns podcast. You are Locked On Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on ELOB, the Locked On Browns podcast brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day day your hosts jeff lloyd at jeff underscore lj underscore lloyd also from the ultimate cleveland sports show also on air radio personality 92.3 the fan every saturday morning barbershops always open numerous other appearances catch g bush over at 92.3 the fan as well pre-game post-game coverage for all your locals make sure you're following at g bush 91 today's episode is brought to you by bet online Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Uh, we're going to get into some things here to close out the week. Uh, you know, first first segment here, we're going to get to basically your Browns news. Um, some Browns had some players named to first team All Pro, second team All Pro today. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, some nothing concrete yet, but just you know the ebbs and flows of the way the defense coordinator search is working. We're going to get into that as well. Uh, second segment, hey, man, it's playoff weekend. We're going to cover the AFC playoff games. We're going to give you our thoughts and picks. Uh, second segment, we're going to go to the NFC playoff games. We're going to give you our thoughts and picks there as we close out. Uh, obviously, a lot of content here this week uh, You know, with the firing of Joe Woods. Uh, the Browns already highly in motion trying to get that defense coordinator job filled. So you know, we'll continue there. Um NFL All Pro Awards come out today. Uh, came out today, or I'm sorry, were announced at least today. Uh, first team for your Cleveland Browns, Joel Batonio is your first team All Pro left guard. Um, you want to talk about a guy who's putting together a Hall of Fame resume? I'm not saying it'll be a slam dunk first ballot Hall of Fame like it most likely will be for Joe Thomas. Joel Batonio is going to end up in Canton next to his buddy. This is the type of career. And the thing is, gee, it doesn't look like he's slowing down to maintain this level of consistent play year in, year out. It's just an absolute, you know, joy to watch this man go about his craft. Um, and I'm, I, know, I know I've had conversations with Joel, and Joel's talked about so much how he was shaped by players he played with, J.C. Treader one, Joe Thomas, certainly another, how, you know, he picked up a work ethic from these guys, you know, basically a dedication to craft from gentlemen like this. And he's just been a guy who's absolutely excelled to this point in the league. Second team, all pro. Congratulations to Nick Chubb. 
Nick Chubb, in my opinion, probably deserved it. Josh Jacobs had a hell of a year carrying a really bad franchise, and Josh Jacobs was able to do a little bit more in the receiving aspect than Nick Chubb. Miles Garrett, and look, these are always tough, I understand. Um, and even like they did the one the other day where it was the players all pro team, and like you just gave some guys awards. They didn't really do anything this year. Like Aaron Donald, they played since like Thanksgiving. Somehow he made a first team all pro. Um, but you know, congratulations to Miles Garrett, to Nick Chubb, to Joel Batonio. I don't think this is anything that should surprise anybody that's a fan of this team or anybody that covers this team. Everybody knows who the foundational players are on this team. The problem is, is you know, we need the quarterback hopefully to take that step and certainly another player or two on defense to maybe take the step in that trajectory as well, Garrett. You know, I, you know, I look at this and, and this makes me excited about the the chances and opportunity to get another defensive coordinator here, because I think what we'll see is that it'll validate that we still have some talent left on this on this team. I think when, when you saw what Joe Woods was doing and, and putting people out of out of position, not really putting them in the best position to make plays, it just goes to show you when you look at your peers, when you look at other people talking about who's left on this team, you get a guy like Joe Batonio, who is first-team All-Pro. We talked about it one of our first shows that we did together, Jeff, was is he on that trajectory uh, as far as being a Hall of Fame player? We've had Joe Thomas in here a couple times, and we talked about Joe to Joe, period, about, about all the offensive linemen. But he specifically says um, about Joe Batonio that he's one of the best guys to do it, and he is on that trajectory. The sad part about it is if you want to be on that trajectory as a lineman and, and you want to be in the Hall of Fame and, and next in line, you kind of have to win games. You kind of, you, you know, those games, those playoff games count. Um, you know, we, we look at a Andrew Whitworth, right, for the Rams. He got that championship ring for the Rams and jetted. He was like, I'm done. Usually that's the crowning achievement for alignment. You know, obviously you want to get those all pros, first team all pros, pro bowls. But the thing that those linemen need in order to validate what they are is the championship and those playoff runs. And, and unfortunately, the Browns have not had that uh, for the same period of time. Miles Garrett, another sneaky, sneaky. And, and it's about time. Here, here's the thing. It's about time to start rep, uh, about recognizing uh, Miles Garrett's greatness. Like, I, I think there's this thing where we feel like, you know, we want him to have 55 sacks or we feel like he's <laughs> always constantly compared to T.J. Watt and J.J. Watt and Aaron Donald. And, hey, do you are you that dominant of a player? I mean, this guy, I don't know anybody in the Browns history that ha that consistently gives you 16 sacks a year I mean, he flipped his car over, still gave you 16. And now we got people, well, Miles Garrett's not a no, listen, Miles Garrett um is a different maker, a difference maker at the highest levels. All he does is make all pros. All he does is continue to get sacks. And when you look at the PFF grades, they validate that as well. So it's about time we think we got to put some some respect on Miles Garrett's name. And Nick Chubb, um, to me. If Kevin Stefanski would have did a better job of giving him the football in some of these games, Nick Chubb should have been a rushing champ. I mean, he all he comes out, he got 1,500 yards this year, and he was on pace for 2,000 <laughs> at one point in time. You know, Nick Chubb, I, I think, is a back, is dynamic. I just think, you know, this is a guy, once again, he has an outside chance at it. He does have to win some rushing titles. He does have to continue to go and, and do his thing in the playoffs. But he's one of the better, best backs in the league to me. For my money, he is the best back in the league. I know uh, Josh Jacobs had a great year out there. I, I get it. He, he did his thing. But 
Nick Chubb to me, skill for skill set for skill set, pound for pound, person for person. Nick Chubb to me is one of the best to ever do it. He's what he's probably the best running back in the game so far, Jeff. No question. And I think it's um if it's all time the top ten all time seizing uh rushing rushing yards in a season for the Cleveland Browns, it is a list that is only manned by a player named Jim Brown and a player named Nick Chubb. Uh your latest on a defensive coordinator search. Uh the news trickled out yesterday. And actually, you know, you reach out, you talk to people. Um, one of the names Browns were interested in possibly interviewing for the defense coordinator job. Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo came into the NFL, drafted by the New England Patriots, never played for another franchise, slowly worked his way into working for that franchise. Gerard Mayo and his wife have four kids. Gerard Mayo is not ready to uproot his family at this point. Um, hey, kudos to him. Uh, you know, everybody just thinks, you know, this is the easiest thing to well, dad's a football coach, da 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 da. da. Uh, when you got kids, man, <laughs> trust me, I know the last thing you want to do is disrupt that balance and maybe start a life. You know, where every 18 months, every 24 months, you know, once every two and a half years, your kids are on a move. Um, his kids have only known the life where they live in Massachusetts. And Gerard and his wife, they're not ready to disrupt that. Uh, news uh, obviously came out this morning. Brian Flores has been requested to possibly be interviewed for the head coaching position with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be a slam dunk. Arizona, look, you got a quarterback that's probably going to miss most of the season. You're getting a brand new general manager. You are, you know, new head coach coming in. Uh, you're in a really, really difficult position, division in the NFC West. Um, you know, does Brian Flores look at this and say, hey, yeah, I'm interested to the point where I want to take it? Or does Brian Flores, he could look at the Browns and say, hey, just, you know, I go in there. I got Miles Garrett. I have a great year. Maybe the options could be better. The following offseason. So the book not closed there to this point. We know it's been Jim Schwartz that's interviewed. We know that it has been Brian Flores that is interviewed. They have other names they are looking to get to next week. So, you know, look, yes, they got out early. Um, but just because you get out early in a situation like this doesn't mean even still, you know, the person you're looking for is just going to jump up and commit right away. So, you know, obviously this will play out, you know, for a while here. And keep in mind, the Browns could have their eyes on some guys that are currently going to be coaching this weekend. So, you know, there's a lot to factor in here. You know, come Monday, there's going to be six coaching staffs worth of new possible candidates that maybe the Browns would like to meet with. So we'll see. Monitor the way that goes. Uh, so basically, you're new to this point. Uh, Joe Batonio, first team NFL All-Pro, second team NFL All-Pro, Nick Chubb and Miles Garrett. Uh, we'll switch it up here. We're going to get to our AFC slated games this weekend. I got to be honest, some of them, there's one of them that I really, really find appealing. The other two, for any chance of an upset, would be truly devastating for the home teams in those games. Jeff Lloyd, G. Bush, your latest Locked On Browns. As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post, company, and the 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. 
Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That is linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try Bilt Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier, but you don't want to compromise taste, then man, I've got just the thing for you. you got to try Bilt. With Bilt, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. And they come in unbelievably flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it. These bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even crazier is that they are healthy. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you do not need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Bilt Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puff. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie, batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G. Bush is here. Jeff Lloyd is here. Um, we're going to get you ready, get you started up for the NFL slate this weekend. Brown's not involved, uh, but here's what we always do. We always keep you abreast of what's going on in the NFL. We always do it with your, with your team every single day. Make sure you continue to support, support us on uh, wherever you download your podcast. Um, we're doing a great job. I'm going to post a couple other things coming up on Saturday. We've We've gone over, I think, almost a half a million views um on a on um on youtube we've also gone over four thousand subscribers so um you know it's been a a very successful season i'm going to put some of those things out there on twitter so make sure you follow us at locked on browns as well and hit the notification bell so you know when we're dropping our content uh jeff we got some good games going on uh this weekend let's start in the, uh, the afc um we got the sunday games um and you got the wild card and that is Miami at Buffalo. That's a one o'clock game. Um, and then coming up that night, we'll have the NFC games as well. Um, but starting on Saturday, um, we'll first of all get to the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. That game is at Jacksonville. It's an 815 start. That's going to be on NBC. Um, in that game, Jeff, what do you think? I look at this game for myself and my perspective. Um, I, I actually like Jacksonville a little bit. Um, I don't know why Stanley would, would, would play um, Mike Williams in a, in a game where it just didn't mean anything. There's already news out there that Mike Williams is going to be out of that game. Um, the Chargers. They're saying he's un- got a broken under- back, Garrett. They're saying he's That's got a, this guy got his back broken in a meaningless game, catching passes from Chase Daniel, for God's sakes. That's crazy. And he was already hurt the majority of the year. He was banged up in and out of the lineup all year. Why would you play him? I, I think this might be the, the, the nail in the coffin for, for their head coach because, you know, last year 
They lost, they didn't get into the playoffs because of a bonehead move <laughs> like in the last game of the season. And now you look at this game going to play uh, Doug Peterson in, in the Jacksonville Jaguars team that's all just, just so just removed from Urban Meyer. Let's be real. Urban Meyer was in the bars clubbing on an off, it wasn't even an off night. It's the same night he's in there getting it in. And guess what they did? They go get Doug Peterson. They go out. Now all of a sudden, you know, Trevor Lawrence is looking like Trevor Lawrence. Travis Etienne is not a, a receiver. They, they've they actually made that pick look decent when people were killing him for it. Remember Christian Kirk? They said, well, you don't give Christian Kirk all that money. Zay Jones, they got a bunch of people down there. I like Jacksonville in that game, um, and I like them being at home. I'm going to go with the Jags in that. What, do you thought? what are your thoughts? I'm with you, um, and I'll be honest. I, I, even if this was reversed and this game was being played in L.A., Jacksonville is just a team that's really, really come together. And, you know, the fact that they were able to not only battle Tennessee, but sweep Tennessee this year, put themselves in this position to host this. Now, keep in mind, they basically played a playoff game last week because, you know, Jacksonville, Tennessee was winning it. So, you know, Jacksonville's feeling good about themselves right now. Trevor Lawrence, I agree with you, between Kirk, between Zay Jones, Evan Engram has been a fantastic pickup for them. The BS that Urban was trying to do with Travis Etienne and you know Etienne missed up you know, missed most of his rookie year but now you've got him running the ball and this was supposed to be one of the advantages of drafting Trevor Lawrence and Etienne at the same time is these guys just had so much unwritten unspoken things they could do with each other because they were so familiar with each other and played in such huge games yes for Jacksonville this is a big spotlight to be back here in this. It ain't for Trevor Lawrence. It ain't for Travis Etienne. These guys, man, they were primetime games every single game they played at Clemson. So I, I like this. You know, the fact that Mike Williams isn't a factor. Jacksonville's got a good defense. They got good corners. For me, I think this is one that I, I think the Chargers, this is going to be a tough spot for them. because. And the other thing is when the Jaguars are playing well, it's crazy up in Duval. There's no no way around it. It gets crazy up there. I think that's when Jacksonville's going to pull out. First game on a slate Sunday morning, G. We got Buffalo. We got Miami coming to town. Miami, the season they put together, which at times looked like they were one of the best teams. Uh, Tua, and, and who knows where it's at with Tua. And honestly, for real, thoughts. Thoughts you know, for Tua, because he's in a really, really, really tough spot. This guy's yeah. been through a lot. You don't want to talk about head injuries the way they have and the frequency they've had for Tua this year. But you're going on the road to Buffalo, which is going to be difficult anyway in January. You're going with your third-string quarterback and Skylar Thompson, you know, basically just telling the kid, hey, go out there and have a day. Let's see what can happen. You're a 13-and-a-half-point <laughs> dog. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. You know, you, 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 you want to believe that Miami is going to go in there and give you everything you got, but – Buffalo knows you so well. It's a third time, obviously, this year. Josh Allen, you know, he truly, truly wants to get this team to an AFC championship game. It's the only thing to this point he has not done in his career. If I, I just don't see how this works out for the Dolphins because you're putting this kid seventh round pick. And this is something in 41 years in the NFL, we have never had a seventh round rookie quarterback start a playoff game. We're going to have two do it this weekend in Brock Purdy and Skylar Thompson. 
Well, listen, uh, we'll get to Brock Purdy. I think he's in a little better position to start the game. Give him he looked better than any rookie had. quarterback this year at this Boy, point. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's looking kind of good out there. I, he, you know, he's looking pretty good. You see what I did there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, here's the thing. Uh, these Miami Dolphins, it was a great year. All I can say is if Tua was, you know, you know, I would have loved to see you guys play Tua. You guys beat uh, the Bills uh, in, in Miami earlier during the season. Um, you guys, and the Dolphins always seem to play the Bills tough. They got the weapons at receiver. They got the speed uh, with most of some of these other guys and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. They got a nice, they got a nice attack that I would, I would give them a puncher's chance if Tua was playing in this game. Two is not playing. I think you're down to your third quarterback. I think the, the spread in this game is 13. Um, I think the Bills are minus 13 in this game. But when you're at home, you're playing in in in, in one of the dimly, the most dimly lit stadiums of all time. I'm like, man, why it's always? I always call it Ralph Wilson Stadium, right? Why it's always dark in Ralph Wilson Stadium? And is it snow all the way? Is it perma snow on the sidelines during December? It's one of them throwback Cornelius Bennett, Bruce Smith, uh, 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 you know, uh, Jim <laughs> Kelly type teams, bro. So y'all ain't got no shot. Y'all about to get blown up out of here. I got the I got the Bills rolling in that game. Uh, going and moving along is and, and, and coming right back at you. Here's another game that I think might be a little tough, Jeff. Baltimore at Cincinnati. That's an eight fifteen game. Uh, Lamar Jackson is not playing in that game. Uh, this can get ugly too. I think I think Joe Burrow and the receivers is ready to go. This is at eight fifteen NBC. This is going to be in Cincinnati. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think Baltimore has nothing for for the uh, for the Bengals in this game. I, there's really not even much much to say here. I think the Bengals um, move on and, and quite easily, in my opinion. Here's the issue: the Ravens. You don't even know who's playing quarterback. They don't know if it's Huntley. And here we go again. It's going to be another kid. And, you know, I've talked about Anthony Brown before. Obviously, local boy, you know, to where I am. Uh, he went to my rival high school. Um, but we're talking now, and we'll get to, obviously, San Francisco. But, I mean, these teams got to the playoffs. You got no quarterback. I mean, you know, ain't no one you want to play Huntley. And, look, we'll get to what's going on with the Ravens and Lamar Jackson because I, anytime I was asked this offseason, what did I say? There's something going on there. There was something going on that Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield this season were in the same contractual bed, essentially. One had already burned through a franchise, moved to Carolina, saw the way it worked out. One's a former MVP. And I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. But, I mean, you tell me right now, do I think Lamar Jackson's playing football for the Baltimore Ravens in 2023? Hell, absolutely not. No way in the world. No way in the world, unless they blow oh, away. He, it just you seems, think he's done? I don't think he wants to be there anymore. I, I think the franchise tag is just going to be so they can get a deal done. I, I, mm. I They do not know how to make it work. This team and the amount of capital they have put into the wide receiver position, you've got starting as your wide receiver Sunday for the Baltimore Ravens, you have Sammy Watkins and Denaris Robinson, who used to play for Kansas City Chiefs. This is after you use draft choice, free agent. You've done everything. They don't know exactly the right combination to work with Lamar Jackson, but we'll stop that there. But that is your last one. I, I don't see a way how. You know, you're going into Cincinnati, and look, I'll be honest with you, I don't want either team to win. The best <laughs> shot the Ravens got here is that the Ravens defense can find a way to give you a solid 60 minutes of football, and something weird happens, and you get a chance maybe to put it 
on Justin Tucker to maybe get you there. Look, we know this Bengals offense can be had at times. We've seen it firsthand by the Cleveland Browns. The Ravens have yep. all the players to do it. We'll see if they can. That's the key. But even still then, your quarterback for the Ravens is going to have to do something. We'll flip it up here. We'll get to the NFC side of the ball here. Uh, your Friday lockdown Browns, obviously a lot going on this week. Doing some playoff action here. Sadly, we're not talking Cleveland Browns, but we're going to flip it up here. We'll do three NFC games before we put a cap and a bow on this for lockdown Browns this week. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college football to college basketball, they've got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. We are back, Locked on Browns podcast. First uh, segment, we definitely went around, talked talked about the Browns making all pro. We got Joe Batonio, Nick Chubb, and Miles Garrett. Uh, we also talked a little bit about the updated defensive coordinator positions. Um, it looks like um, you're going to have uh, Gerard Mayo staying home uh, in New England, being elevated to the defensive coordinator position um, in, in, in name as well. Um, and it d- does look like you're going to have, um, you know, some of the guys like Flores actually out there getting a, a interview with the Arizona Cardinals. We talked about it as well. Just went over the AFC um, playoff picture and our picks for the AFC. So let's go ahead and continue to get to and keep it rolling. Let's get to the NFC games. First game on the schedule, uh, we got uh, on the Saturday games on the 14th, we got Seattle. At San Francisco, that is a 4:30 game on Fox. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going with San Francisco in this game. Purdy is uh, looking, as I said before, looking pretty good. Uh, look at the surrounding cast for San Francisco. You just look at what Kyle Shanahan's able to do. Most creative run game in the game. You you know Kyle Shanahan is running the rock, but you don't know where he's running. Lots of motions, lots of lots lots of different plug-and-play guys. He has a versatile, uh, you know, attack. When you look at what they can do from a, a, a George Kittle at the tight end position, you look what they're able to do with their uh, dynamic fullback. They got, uh, you know, they, they would go out and get Christian McCaffrey who could run the ball, catch the ball, return punts, and you already had Debo Samuel out here doing what you need to do. He's a, a borderline running back type physical receiver. So, and not to mention, um, you know, got Nick Bosa, who who's probably going to probably end up the defensive player of the year uh, this year uh, or not be a finish in the top three. So you look across the board, great defense, good young players, and Kyle Shanahan knows how to call a game. He's going to make sure that you're going to have to cover every inch of the field. You know the run's coming, but is it a jet sweep? You know the run coming, but is it a zone play? <laughs> and then you can run the playoff action up off all of that. I just love their playbook. I love the, with the, with the way they do it. And I got the uh, I got the San Francisco 49ers in this game. I think they win this game easily uh, and, and, and move on uh, past Seattle. Your thoughts? I In Area 11, where I am at, um, we're about halfway to Philly, halfway to New York City. Um, so a lot of friends who are Eagle fans, y'all best be nervous. Even if you make it to this <laughs> NFC Championship game, this San Francisco 49er unit, Defensively, the thing that is most enjoyable to watch about the San Francisco 49er unit on defense is they tackle. Somebody gets their hands up on you, you go to the ground. It is over. It is that simple. 
Now we get to the offensive side of the ball. Probably one of the most best turning out deadline deals, and this could maybe go down in NFL history, was the Christian McCaffrey move. Because right, right. there was not, look, not every running back is Christian McCaffrey, but everything that makes Christian McCaffrey so good at what he is, is exactly what the 49ers have always been looking for. They've played two, three running backs to basically do what Christian McCaffrey can do himself. Now they don't have to, which allows you to use Debo, which allows you to get George Kittle highly, highly involved again. Brandon Ayuk, solid, solid looking wide receiver. These teams got weapons upon weapons upon weapons. And I'll tell you something right now. I don't know what is going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not sure what's ever going to happen with Trey Lance. But the way he's playing right now, Brock Birdie could be quarterback for San Francisco 49ers for a long, long time. A long, long time. And the key is for the 49ers is you're paying him nothing. He's a seventh round pick. You're paying this kid nothing for a couple of seasons. This could really prove to make for a nice run for the 49ers. I don't see any way, you know, like Seattle, it's been a nice story. Um, but now that San Francisco's already seen Geno twice, I don't, you know, what you think you're going to have that's going to be new and you know Demeco Ryan's he's coming full tilt because he wants his defense to shine because Demeco Ryan's wants to be his own boss next year so and the key to finishing this all off for him is closing out a hell of a run here with the 49ers defense second NFC playoff game rematch if you all remember from Christmas Eve which was a fantastic game Giants at Vikings Vikings won on a 60-yard field by, by former Cleveland Brown great Greg Joseph uh, to pull that one out. This is a rematch, the same place. Um, I think the Brown, I think the Giants can play with this team. I can. Uh, the Giants defense, they get after the quarterback. We all know Kirk Cousins can get rattled. I would probably say for me, this might be the most difficult game for me to call for this weekend just because I think the Giants should have won it the first time. Minnesota was able to pull it out. You know, Minnesota being where they are this year, their, their record looks really good until you get down to points for points against, you know, took a third, you know, took one on the chin by 30 something one week, win most of the games by two, three, four points. This is going to be a really difficult one. And I think this one, whoever won the first one, you probably feel more confident in the other team winning this one. So I think maybe just a little bit, I'm leaning. The Giants might be able to pull this one off. And here's a sleeper for the New York Giants. Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay has been a punchline for the New York Giants for almost two full seasons. Kenny Galladay got involved last week, caught a touchdown, mossed to, to uh, slay in the process. If they can get anything out of Kenny Galladay, that's huge for them. But I think the Giants... Just feeling, I'm feeling the Giants because this is a good situation to go into. You're going to a place you were just there. All there's no newness, no new hotel. Everybody knows exactly what's going on. Basically, what it is is you need to be better in the final four seconds of the game than you were last time. Yeah, this is this is going to be a game for me. I, I like the Giants in this game, and I'll tell you why. Um, I, I like the fact that I, you know. You take a look at their quarterback situation. Daniel Jones ain't nothing to write about, but then Kirk Cousins ain't really nothing to write about either. He's always had problems in the playoffs. Um, I think if you can get Saquon Barkley involved and you hit it right on the, the nail on the top of the head when you talk about Kenny Galladay, who who obviously um, was an individual who played for the Lions that was, you know, one of the nice young receivers in this league. He gets to, um, you know, go to New York, and it just seems like his career is just kind of short. Um, just stalled out a little bit 
But I'm going to tell you what, I like the Giants in this game because I think they're going to be more committed to the run game. If they can have a good defensive performance uh, and, and slow down Justin Jefferson, I think New York can come out of there uh, at Minnesota with a win. Um, I'll just give you one thing to watch here for, too, just before G transitions to the next game. Keep your eye out for yeah. Daniel Jones and his legs. Daniel Jones got good, good mobility. Oh, yeah. You know, the yeah, Giants he, at he, times, the Giants at times with Daniel Jones have asked him to say, hey, hold off on that. But when you're to win at all costs, they might be the one this week. Look, man, you got five or six yards taken. You know what I'm saying? Mean, he, Keep moving in sticks. Keep putting us in manageable down and distance. That that's the big key for them. The Giants are not a big play threat. They're not a deep threat. They're gonna have to take them little five, six yard scrambles and move them chains. I definitely agree with that. Um, and then last game of the week, Dallas at, at Tampa Bay. This is a rough one because you know, I if you look at it on face value and what Tom Brady has done, throw for I think he's done for forty six hundred yards, um, somewhere in that area, uh twenty-five touchdowns, nine interceptions. Um, on the on face value, if we had Sean Watson throw for that, we would say, "Oh, we'll take it." <laughs> but you know, right now, that is not the Tom Brady. This is not your father's Tom Brady. Dallas is coming in here, and then Dallas is always is Dallas in terms of you know they have not had success the way they wanted to in the playoffs. The Dak Prescott is another guy that needs to kind of get some deep in the playoffs to solidify itself as a top-tier quarterback. Now, you know, they had, uh, you know, Pollard. They got, uh, you know, Zeke Elliott. You know you know what they bring to, t- to the table. I think the difference comes down to Micah Parsons. I think Micah Parsons comes out, and they don't have anything for him. I think he disrupts Brady. I think Brady is off his, his uh, you know, off his point all day. And I think the Dallas Cowboys can come in against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and get and win this game. This is where I'm with you, and I'll be honest. Dallas's pass rush and their defensive line as a whole, if you watch the Cleveland Browns this year, it's something you should be very envious of because it ain't just one dude. As great as Micah Parson is, unlike Miles Garrett, he's got help. He's got other dudes. So it's not that Micah Parson has to take get home with every pass rush. And he even knows if I get double teamed, that's a win because I'm giving solo reps one-on-one for everybody else on this defensive line. If and Dak does not turn the ball over, if Dak can obviously keep the Cowboys on the right side of the turnover margin, I think this is a very, very winnable game for the Dallas Cowboys. So it's been a great week here. We get close it out. AFC playoff picks, NFC playoff picks. Uh, everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LLB. Let's go Browns.